Alrighty, everyone. Welcome to the 8 to 5 Club Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jared Gear, and alongside me is not only my good friend, but also the CEO of Silent Command, Mr. Colin Wenzel. Hello. Hello. Oh my gosh, this is so <laughs> exciting. I'm glad that we finally have a chance yeah. to like do a podcast together and kind of like so that people can get to know you and hear your journey and you know why silent command is the most amazing platform ever to exist great um so yeah i mean i'm essentially here um colin has a indoor winds program where he is the assistant band director for diaberville high school so he came here and he's been doing so many great things for the school for the betterment of the kids with it being the indoor winds and just talk a little bit about the indoor winds programs. Yeah. So so this is my first year teaching and uh, it's been really exciting just navigating, honestly, just how to be a band director, right? I mean, you obviously know this as a former drum major in drum corps. We kind of learn how to manage and lead a group, right? So I feel like my time at Bluecoats in 2017, 2018, um, running and helping manage, you know, Bluecoats, um, has definitely helped me a ton in my first year as a band director. So um, we've had a really good time just even the start of the season. I was uh, able to help run the marching band a lot um, just from the background in drum corps. And um, right at the end of it, I was like, you know, I really want to do like an indoor winds program. You know, this is something the school hasn't had before. So I thought it'd be really beneficial, not only just for our marching band, but also just to build the culture in, here at Diaberville High School here in Mississippi. And so I'm from here, you know, from Biloxi, you know, so um, this is my hometown. I care a lot about it. So I really care a lot about um, the improvement of music education around here. And there's a ton of great band directors around here that I've grown up with. And, um, you know, just being able to be a part of it now is very, very exciting. Um, It's been fun being on this side of things, you know, so. um, But yeah, going indoor. So um, again, it's something the kids have never done before. It's like a new activity in general, right, you know, it's still fairly new, but um, definitely new to this school and this program. So I think, you know, it's my first year. Why not also give it a shot, you know, yeah. so I can – I'm already making the mistakes. Why not try it now? No, I'm just kidding, but, you know. Yeah, that um, first year of teaching, uh, it, it's definitely a roller coaster to say the least. So mm-hmm. kind of talk about, you know, what was it like being a drum major for the Blue Coats? You say you did two mm-hmm. seasons with them. Correct. Um, So what was it like, you know, before you started? What was it like doing it again and then doing your age out? So definitely getting a contract for Blue Cuts was a dream come true. And I think we all share that, you know, as anybody who makes drum corps, whether you're a drum major, you know, regular member, marching, you know, um, it's a lot of hard work, you know, prior. Um, So definitely getting a contract was a dream come true. They've always been my favorite core. So, um, still to this day, so a little biased, but I mean, <laughs> we, no. we celebrate a different kind of blue. No. Yes, you can see. No. <laughs> and that's what, okay. And that's what I love about Silent Command too, all of us. So, um, but yeah, so getting that contract, I mean, it was right after high school. So I was in high school, still graduating in 2017 when I got, when I got contracted. Um, and so it was like an early or I guess late birthday present. My, my birthday is April 27th. April 28th was when I got the contract. Wow. So that was really exciting. So like, what is it? So like you, and I know there's a ton of people even this past season who literally just graduated. And I think Dina, who I worked alongside for Blue Devils, I think she, and I could be wrong, but I thought for a minute she like skipped her graduation to go to like spring training. So what was it like, you know, being so young and then having to somewhat grow up like early? Yeah, very, very similar to Dina. I actually was late. I think I was a week late to spring training at Blue Coast my first year in 2017 because I had to graduate. So I graduated, and I knew I had to just immediately go straight to the summer, um, which was, you know, crazy because that was also my first year ever as a drum major. You know, I was not a drum major in high school. Neither so, was I. Yeah, look at you. Look. And look at you. Exactly. <laughs> Prove them directors wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, so with, and I tell my students this too, you know, and you know this, um, all of the, I mean, if you're a high school student listening, um, you are one step ahead of me and Jared, you know? So, and I always tell my students that, you know, if we can do it, then you definitely can do it. And hopefully we'll have an easier time once you get to the summer, um, because you're not just having to figure out the position, you know, and that was, I think, and you probably can agree to this when you went to, to BD, 
like I had to figure out the position and mm -hmm. what all it entails right. while doing it. And, you know, when you're doing it for the Bluecoats, you know, a group as prestigious as them, yeah. you don't have much time to figure it out. Yeah. You know, they want somebody who has it figured out. Yeah. And rightfully so, right? So, cor correct, yeah. So, um, definitely there was many, like, sleepless nights trying, you know, with mm. metronomes in the ear. Yeah. You know, or the score in hand, things like that. Uh, but, yeah, very similar to Dina, I was late to spring training. So, getting there, it was like, you know, it was already my first year having to figure out a position. And then now I'm, I'm late. I'm behind. Right. So, um, it, it was taxing, I guess. You know, it was, yeah. it was difficult. But... In my head, I knew that I knew what I was getting into. Right. So I knew that this was in a position that should be taken lightly. I mean, even now running Silent Command, like what I want to do for students at Silent Command is uh, obviously in, in private lessons with me too is provide them uh, all, not just the instruction that we normally give, but also give them uh, the knowledge of mistakes that we've already made so that they don't make those mistakes also. Right. Um, and again, I mean, we talk about this in our lesson too, like. You only learn from mistakes. Right. You only learn from not making it. Right. You know, and so I, uh, I, I, te I teach that a lot. Yeah. You know, it's, I've had students in high school, you know, try out for a high school drum major right. and then not make it. And of course, they come to me upset, crying, right? You know, we've all felt that if you've yeah. not made it in high school. I know I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought so. it's a river. <laughs> yeah. Moon River. Yeah. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> but um, yeah, I can 100% get it. And you yeah. also had a phenomenal team. To kind of just help. So during your time, you had Samuel Crawford, mm -hmm. who Legend. was your head drum major at the time. At the time, you, Silent Command was already built back. Was that in 2017 and then, or 2016? Uh, he, I th so he started it, I believe, in 2017. So okay. it was like right after his 2016 season. Okay. And um, he started, I know he kind of like, I mean, it was his idea. He came up with it and, you know, wanted. Uh, wanted Silent Command to be successful, so um, right after 2017, he got all of uh, a, a lot of drum majors and drum corps, right, a lot of the head drum majors and world class corps um, together, and uh, kind of started and formulated Silent Command to what it, you kind of see today. Um, 2018, so obviously you know I was with him in 2017, kind of got on board as his like as his like basically right hand man, you know, yeah. so always helping out where I can. Mostly doing like editing stream videos, things like teaching lessons. Uh, so like right after that season, right after my first season, I was teaching. Mm -hmm. So like technically, this is my first year teaching as a band director. But what is this like? This is like five or six. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, like real, uh, yeah, really teaching. So uh, fortunately for um, being in drum corps, having silent command, and like always being are surrounded by students and being able to teach students. Um, I feel like it's 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 a part of the reason why um, we've had so much success this year. My first year as a director, a right. band director. So, um, but yes, yeah, so Samuel he he started Silent Command, and then obviously we all got on top of it. And then um, late 2019, early 2020 is when I started running Silent Command. You know, um, I, I took over, and for a while again, you know, that was right around you know COVID started, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. So. Trying to figure out Silent Command was difficult, and then now trying to navigate Silent Command through that was a little difficult, while still finishing up my degree for Music Ed. Um, again, also many sleepless nights, but we wouldn't be here today if we didn't go through that, all right. those hardships. And so um, I feel like when I first got it, it was, you know, first got Silent Command started again, it was... Definitely tr me trying to navigate everything and doing, like, a terrible job at all of it. <laughs> so, you know, you can't do it all. You have to delegate. That's we, right. We, we teach that. That's right. So I was like, man, we teach this, and I, I, need, to, I need to do it, too. Yeah. So um, I had to get new staff members. You know, that's the, when Charbel uh, got on board. You know, we got Lauren Gregory, um, a, bunch of, a bunch of great staff members back, and they started helping run the business side of things as well as, you know, teach lessons, do clinics. And then we hired you, Jared, and again, the, <laughs> the best, one and only, <laughs> the, the best business decision I've made. Oh my gosh. So. <laughs> nah, hyping me up way too much. Bro. No, no, not way too much. It's been great. Definitely need it and deserve, so. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. But I mean, it's been really fun, and again, having you here too has been just like, like phenomenal, and starting this podcast, you know, like, being able to be a band director, you know, do silent command things on the weekends, and you know, it's just, you know, I'm definitely living my dream. You know, teaching, whether it's just band, whether it's drum tour, you know, drum major, just making an impact on students. Right. I mean, I'm completely fulfilled every day. That's, oh, and that's something that, you know, 
what's unfortunately trending right now is that a lot of educators can't say that, you know, with mm-hmm. the hardships of, you know, you know, what they have to deal with at their specific schools and then maybe other things that are happening outside of the schools. It's just nice to hear that you are still enjoying your job and you're enjoying your kids. Throughout the time that I've been here in Mississippi, you know, I see that they are very close to you and that they, <laughs> they love you. Like, they really do love you here. So that is something that uh, is inspiring in a way just to be able to pay attention to that. Um, I appreciate it. So as you were doing drum corps, you know, we're big here on leadership. What is it like, you know, for Blue Coats leadership? I, I kind of want to see, you know, the difference because you know, Blue Coats and Blue Devils, obviously, as well as other corps, do stuff very differently. Mm-hmm. So, what was it like being a leader for the Blue Coats? Well, that's a good one. That's a really good question. Um, so, again, my, I guess I'll talk more. I'll talk both years. Your first year, um, still, again, like I said, navigating the position. Um, what was, uh, what was super surprising to me in a, in a positive way and something that Samuel told me my first year, um, again, I was, I was never a drum major before, so I had to figure it out. But, you know, the first thing we did, as soon as I got there, you know, we went to the percussion rehearsal and, um, we got behind him. He was like, all right, call him to set. Like, oh, oh, really? Really? You know, and so, okay. And so of course it was, you know, it was nerve wracking at first. Like they don't know me. I don't know them. So how can I be their true leader? And so I was more so, I guess, in my head about it. Like, they don't know me. Right. And so all the leaders that I have looked up to, obviously, I've known for a while. Right. You know, again, you know, I come from a really great high school program here in Mississippi and um, respected all the leaders above me. And so um, I, I was really, I guess, stuck on they don't know me and they're not going to respect me. And that's what I was surprised on, that that was not true, actually. They wanted me to succeed actually more than I did wanted to see myself succeed and it's like you know they were veterans you know and this was coming off their championship year in 2016 and so yeah Yeah. favorite show (laughs) Um, uh, and so yeah it was it was not very heartwarming you know and very if I felt very accepted you know going in as a 18 year old leader right you know never been drum major before and they knew all this yeah you know and they said that we trust you with the job and so I didn't take it lightly, and definitely with the members, it was, um, again, surprising in a positive way that, that they were so like, well, they, we want you to succeed. Like, yeah. you, you, you will make mistakes, right? but we don't care. We don't hate you for it. We don't think you're terrible. Right. You know, we don't think you're bad. Um, they want you. It's like, you're a part of this core. We are a part of this core, and we're going to succeed together this summer. Yeah. And so it was... It, that was a great a feeling. You know, that helped super with the feeling. imposter syndrome too, right? Just like, oh, I, yeah. I know from my experience, mm-hmm. I was thinking the exact same way. Like I didn't do, I was a drum major in high school, nor was I a drum major in college. And then all of a sudden get contracted with BD, which is one of the, you know, alongside Blue Coach, one of the top 10 <laughs> yes. groups in the, in the organization. So it was like, okay, well, let's see what, what can happen here. Mm-hmm. So, I know for me, I just had to really like kind of assess it like an adult and see what it was like, you know, when we did have that vision block, you know, they didn't know who I was, but I literally went up and was like, hey, my name is Jared. I'm auditioning to be a drum major here. You know, if you need anything, you let me know Mm -hmm. to provide them that sense of reassurance so that they know, oh, this guy's not being like a butthole about it and Mm -hmm. trying to just be here for the power just establishing that sense of respect and letting them know and providing that reassurance for them that you know i'm here to thrive amongst y'all not not ahead of y'all correct yeah and and that's something that you and i like i know you teach in your lessons too and and mine as well like what anytime we have a student sign up you know for silent command lessons or at clinics um i tell especially if they're auditioning for the drum major position for drum corps like I tell them that the leadership side of things is way more important, yeah. like far more important than your conducting ability. Yeah. Now, obviously, you have to have a, um, you, you know, you can't just be a complete beginner. Right. I'm sure. You know, you, uh, they are looking for a certain level of conducting ability, you know, and once they know that they don't have to worry about you as a conductor. Right. I mean, the, the biggest, you know, the thing that weighs the most in an audition for the drum major position for drum corps is... Who you are as a person, right? And how well do you lead? Um, how well um, do you speak in front of the public? You yeah. know things like that that you have to learn. Yeah. And myself included, like 
of course, going from high school band. Right. I was definitely more introverted. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you, not not who I am today. <laughs> today you, know, you, you just saw me teach. You yeah. Know, you know, I'm I'm like I'll get out there and I'll you know get up, scream, and yell whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, back in high school, that was not me. I was definitely more of the quiet, shy. Really? You know, oh yeah, that yeah. Is, okay. I need, yeah. I need to hit up uh, Mr. Coakley yeah. from Biloxi <laughs> and see how that interaction was. Oh yeah, I know. He had to definitely my freshman year too. He's definitely had to. Set me straight for a while. He would see me, you know, talking in the back a little bit as a trombone player. Yeah, you're always talking in the back. But yeah, so I, I yeah, definitely a more introverted person. And then that drum corps position got me to be more extroverted. A sense of you know? growth. Yeah, like, that's that's kind of yes. the mindset that I had as well when I went into drum corps, especially with something of such great caliber. You know, I was like, you know what, I'm investing in myself to grow. Like I am a completely different person now compared to going into drum corps. Oh my gosh. You wouldn't catch like before. I'd be like, I gotta push what a podium? <laughs> Absolutely not. I said what, but then I was like, you know what? I do like this summer body though, so we gonna keep we gonna keep it pushing. So what yeah. was it like leading yeah. the group in 2018 versus the beginning year in 2018? Yeah, yeah. So I definitely felt more confident in um, my leadership abilities. Like I said, I I grew from this more introverted person to this more extroverted person and more comfortable with talking to the core. As a whole, even I, I swear, still even at the end of the uh, my eighteen you know, year, uh, twenty eighteen, I, I still wasn't who I am today. Mm. You know, I still had a ton of I mean, more room for improvement. Um, but I, starting that season, it definitely was. I felt more comfortable. Right. Um, obviously, I knew the ropes a little bit of how Blue Coats, you know, does things and um, how things should be ran in rehearsal at a high level. You know, drum corps. I tell the kids here all the time here at Yaverville that, you know, a lot of high school groups don't know what a good rep looks like mm. or how a good, what a good rehearsal is. Right. So, um, that, that was already ingrained in me from 2017 starting the 18 you know, season. Right. So, um, I felt better about doing that. Okay. Um, again, I think we all have, you know, hard, hard season, you know, the drum corps position we talked about this the other day, yeah. the drum corps position is so mental. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the drum major position in drum corps. So yeah. Mental. You know, we're not out there jazz running at 210, right. <laughs> you know, or plus. Right. Um, we're not. It's, it's definitely a mental game. It you is. have to. Yeah. You know, so the times I was at my worst was when I was going through things personally and like, you know, that affected my mental health. Right. Uh, and back then I actually didn't realize that it was a mental health problem. Mm. You know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah, back then it wasn't really talked about that much. And Fortunately, now drum corps are being more, um, I guess, adamant about mental health and more right. and seeing, seeking its importance. Right. And uh, of course, everyone loves to see that. Right. You know, and so it, it benefits the members, the corps themselves, and just the entire activity, in my opinion. Right. And so it was, I, I was something I did not know. I, I didn't know there was a word for it. If I'm being honest, mm -hmm. you know, I was um, oblivious to that. So, so what helped you during those hard days? Definitely the members. Really? I have yeah, have to say the members. There was, I, and I, I've, I've told this story before, but um, there it was. You know, as a leader, how much you know you have an impact on people. Right. You can see when you're actually leading. Right. And um, it doesn't come from just one interaction. Right. You know, and I teach this in my lessons too, and at clinics that you know the importance of saying hello to everybody. The importance, yeah. importance of talking to people every day. Right. And when you do that, you know, it's it's something that's probably so monotonous and doesn't mean anything. Right. But, you know, you do it every day, and that's when it has its importance and its weight. And, it's grow, and that's where you're able to grow um, a relationship, and that's how it, a, a culture is built. So when I, I didn't realize that, obviously, I knew I was doing those things. You know, mm. I mean, I naturally... I wanted to talk a lot. I talk a lot. So I honestly don't shut up. The kids here are like, oh, my God, oh. please, please shut up. Here he goes again, you know. Oh, man. You're passionate about it, yeah. We can say that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's more a nice word to put. I'll, I'll go with that one. Um, but, yes, and I, I knew I was doing those things. Um, but you never really knew like, how, how it was coming across to them. Right. You know, until times like this, until right. I was going through something really, really tough. Right. Um, at the time, at least. Yeah. And it was really tough for, you know, me as a 19-year-old. Yeah. Um, and so having people, actually, you know, I was their leader, but they, we're, we're all in it together. 
Yeah. And so um, having me actually lean on them when I needed to, and trust me, I did. Yeah. You know, and having so having them come up to me and say stuff like, you know, this is this is how uh, it's okay. This is how it should be. You're right. okay. You're not. You don't look as bad as you think you. That look. reassurance. Correct. Like whenever you provide reassurance to a drum major, like I mean, like I know that especially for my team. You know, we were communicative on each other on, like, what it is that we wanted, what it is that helped us before, let's say, a melphone player could just come up to me and be like, Jared, your conducting is so, so good. Mm-hmm. I was like, huh. Oh, we've seen like, it. You, yeah. you made my day. Like, it, it just was so, like, because, you know, there's so many things that are going on in our head at that moment. So I, I, I 100% agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it totally helps, like. You are so much in your own head, mm. you know, and you don't really realize that what it looks like from the outside. You know, if, if you can stop and put yourself in someone else's shoes, it always isn't as bad as you think it is. Right. And so that helped me when I was going through some hard times, you know, at, at Blue Coats in my second year. Right. Um, and actually that year I got to march with my brother, Carson. Uh, uh, well, and not just, I mean... You march with your brother, but you're not a twin. You're a triplet. I am. Yes. Oh my gosh! Look, three. Yes. Me, Kira, and Carson. Oh, and, and, and Kira did drum corps as well. She right? did not. She did not. No. Oh. So she was in high school band with us, played French horn. Okay. Um, but she was more of a vocalist, and okay. she um, you know, went to school for uh, vocal. She was vocal major. She's a phenomenal opera singer. Yeah. And uh, Carson, he was a trumpet player in high school, uh, and I, I played trombone in high school. And so both me and Carson did drum corps for our secondaries. Oh. So I, I went as a drum major. Yeah. He went as color guard. Okay. And he and I have it. I hired him here. Do you have a role to teach my color guard here? There you know, I'm like Carson. I don't trust anybody else to bring my guard to where they need to be. Exactly. As fast as they need to be there. That you know, other is than awesome. You. So you literally can work. Wait, you're your brother's boss. Oh wow. That I, is. You know what? <laughs> Until you just said that. <laughs> I didn't think of you it like that. Your brother is like, yeah, I don't have any money. You're like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't think about it like that until you said that. And now I'm going to use that as There you go. There you go. Gave, sorry, Carson, that, that's my fault. So. Yeah, he'll be at rehearsal tomorrow. There you go. Um, so what, I guess, you know, you were pursuing music ed. So you knew early on that you wanted to be an educator. Absolutely. What are some things, like dig more into like, how did drum corps, what are some techniques, because you know you have somebody listening who is in high school who wants to do what you do and they, they want to be drum corps. They want to be fully mm-hmm. equipped. Yeah. What are some things yeah. that you did that helped you with to obtain your degree, that you learned from drum corps, that helped pursue the degree, mm-hmm. degree all about music ed? Oh, wow. I, I'm going to talk a lot. There, go ahead. <laughs> do it. Um, so the first off, the biggest piece of advice I was given in high school before uh, deciding that I wanted to do music. Um, I, I obviously was a something in the back of my head that I was like, I want to do this. That, that could be something I do. And my dad wanted me to do um, computer science. And I was like, Dad, I am terrible at math. <laughs> I can't math. So, you count them measures, though. Yeah, ah! yeah. <laughs> There's math and music. I'm like, kids, y'all, hold up. Hold <laughs> exactly. up. <laughs> uh, but, um, so, it, you know, we can't escape it. But uh, I, it, the biggest piece of advice I was given was, you have to know you are 100% about this before you do it. If you are a little bit on the fence, you know, then that's going to hinder you if you do decide to do it. Right. You have to be 100% in. Right. And so, honestly, for me, when I first got there, it was, you know, you, you start your freshman year. You know, so, you know, I knew by junior year of high school, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. This is like my calling. Right. There's nothing else, honestly, that I'm good at. <laughs> right. um, but nothing else that I truthfully wanted to do either right. other than this. Right. Um, and so then I get to my first year and it's like, okay, great. You know, I want to teach band. I want to be the best, like high school band director, have, you know, this BOA, you know, grand nat champion, you know, marching band and great concert band. And I want to teach all the great next music majors and blah, 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 you know, and then you start to realize that that actually isn't why I decided to do it. Mm. Yeah. Like I, I didn't decide to do it because. I wanted to do. I mean, I'm, at my first year, I was like, "Yeah, that'd be great." Right. And honestly, it's like I feel like a lot of us kind of feel that way when you start music ed. You're like, you know, I want to be the best. I want to, you know, I want to have the best kids. And right. Um, but honestly, for me, even now, if if a kid can come in to my class or be a part of band, whether they are, I tell the kids this too, whether they're going to do music, whether they're going to be doctors, engineers, or dig holes every day, you know, <laughs> whatever it is, um, I hope that they come to my class learn the value of what it takes to become great. Right. You know, and or they see me 
as passionate as I am up here on the podium, um, leading rehearsals or in my office, my office door is always open. You, know, you guys see that. Yeah. You know, and so um, if they can see that I'm so passionate about this, whatever they choose to do, I just hope that they're as passionate about that. Right. You know, because again, we know the saying, you know, if you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. Right. And I, again, I come to school every day not wanting to leave. Right. Like I'm dreading the summer. Yeah. I know there's some, you know, band director maybe 20, 30 years in that's like, oh, you know, he it's his first year. You know, and yeah. I hope that passion doesn't die. And I, honestly, right now, it may sound silly, but I don't feel like it will. Yeah. I, I, we all talk about burnout. Um, and I'm, I'm sure I'm definitely going to have to go through, the, like, things to where I prevent burnout. Mm-hmm. But at least right now, because this, what I'm doing is my hobby. Right. And my job. Right. I guess. Getting a check. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but I don't ever like to think of it as my job because when I go home, I mean, I've talked to you at night too. It's like yeah. I go home, I'm looking at a Mahler score. I'm looking mm-hmm. at a Beethoven score. Um, it's you your know. passion. Yeah. It's helping you drive yeah. the whole the whole car. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and we're talking about, you know, music ed in general. Um, like I mentioned earlier, doing drum corps, you know, it was if I didn't do drum corps, I would not be able to manage and run this program here as as well as I think we're doing right now together, right. me and the kids. And like it's it's it, it teaches you skills right. that you know that are very very important when it becomes when it when it talks about being a band when you talk about being a band director. Yeah, like it, it your job as a band director is ninety percent this classroom management, and you know right. when you're going through uh, music ed that 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 classroom management class is so important right because you can sit and learn all the content knowledge right and that's what i did you know going after after school i'd sit and look at a score or read my notes from class you know Mm. you can gain all of that but how well can you lead kids Mm. you know is it chaos in your classroom do the kids run the classroom or do you things like that and so um drum corps taught me how to do that right so that that part of things i feel like um definitely I definitely benefit from from being able to lead blue coats and um, make the mistakes there, honestly. You yeah. know, and in a way, I'm glad I did. Right. I'm glad I did because I really, really care about my job now. Right. I really care about these kids. Right. And, um, you know, I only get one first year. Right. Yeah. You know, so I, I find it very important and I don't take it lightly. Yeah. So uh, making the memories, creating the bonds with the students. Right. Um, that really are. are Obviously, I hope to do that every year that I'm a teacher. Right. But the first year is very important. You know, they know who I am. I know who they are. Um, if, if we're going to move forward in bringing this band program to the success that we want, and that I believe this band pro- program can achieve, then you know they have to know who I am from the get go. Yeah. You know, and drum corps was I was able to do that. I was able right. to find myself and figure things out, make the mistakes, and mm-hmm. uh, start fresh here. At, you know, as a first year teacher. Um, not at ground zero, right. you know, start off with, you have a good bit of knowledge, mm-hmm. you know how you have content knowledge, you have experience leading and right. managing. Right. So let's see what happens, you know, right. give it your best shot. That's and so, yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. I mean, it's just like, I know for me, it was good to kind of acknowledge the fact that so, so like what I kind of looked into when doing drum court, like I was like, look, okay, I'm with this court. I'm not going to just sit there and I mean, yes, I want to soak it all in and enjoy it. But everywhere I went, I had a notepad ready mm-hmm. just to like, especially advice for anybody that's pursuing music ed or if they're doing something that involves like project management or something where you have to lead. You know, I got my notepad. I put a line through the middle of things that were happening, whether if I liked it or not. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, it was how would I do it differently? Yes. How would I do it if I was a band director? Or what are some things, some just notes, always constantly taking notes. I tell my students all the time, you have to have your third eye open in regards to everything. If we're being transparent, you're going to deal with a lot of different people when you are in drum court. And then when you are a leader, whether if that's a drum major, a section leader, a brass uh, captain, a horn sergeant, whatever, like you got to be able to know and learn and adapt to how everybody is, right? You know, some people may react to something a little bit differently. How can your tone approach that in a very neutral way? So it's just making sure that you kind of, you know, all that is encompassing with leadership, but I think that that is what helps me in regards to as a 
music educator um, at Hillgrove is just making sure that we are be providing the best and you know commit I, I commend anybody that does drum corps yes. because I know I, I told my cousins I was like yeah I'm gonna be on tour living on a bus I gotta pack this for three months <laughs> and you know we're gonna be rehearsing outside for most of the day they were like Jared what I was like, oh, no. I was like, well, it's an investment in my career. Like, it is an investment so that I can, you know, advance and, you know, provide the best material for my students so that whether or not if they want to do drum corps or not, they get 100% of me and not, not anything halfway. Yes. So. Yeah. And I love you said that. It is totally an investment. Yeah. You know, and I, that's I, how I felt, um, like, even every day of college, you know, mm -hmm. like, going through... Like there's how, how much I learn right now is only going to like, even if I lose sleep tonight, mm -hmm. like I'm only going to benefit some kid yeah. you know, later. And it could be one. Yeah. It could be one. Yeah. And that's all you, I mean, that's where that's a start. Yeah. Right. And what you said earlier too, um, about keeping your third eye open, Yeah. you know, and I'm glad you said that too, because it, what I kind of like to talk about with students, especially if you're going for music ed, um, I feel like the, one of the worst things you can do going into college for music is be closed-minded mm. like you said you're gonna be even in drum corps you're gonna be and interact with people and meet people that are you know have different beliefs than you um or say you know different uh, ideas on musicality for instance you know whatever right? right everybody's different but to me that's the beauty of music yeah you know, that it's all different right and like you look at different nationalities in music you know right. german music russian music you know like the differences right. between and uh, if you study them, you know, then it's right. th there, there's reasons why we have these. And yeah. so I feel like the worst thing you do if you're somebody who wants to be in music ed um, and you're going into your, you know, your first year, maybe thinking, you know, everything, which mm. I hope you don't. Oh, please <laughs> um, don't be one of them. Look, I'm going to tell you, right. I don't care. I'm a job. So I'm just saying, like, please, please don't be one of them. Yes. Or you're going to see it. Yeah. Don't let them know, though. Yeah. You know, they might cry about it. Yeah. But look, don't be one of them. But also, you're you're um, hurting yourself and you're learning and you're yeah. growth, really. Like, you are not allowing yourself to get another idea. Because, I mean, honestly, again, that's that's if you can look at somebody else's point of view, or let's say you and I get up on the podium tomorrow mm -hmm. and, you know, we conduct the same piece, it should sound completely different. With the right. same group, different conductors, it should sound very different right your musicality up there my musicality up there right none of them are wrong right and I think a lot of times some people think that it's not my way so it's wrong right and we talk about this in the, in the drum majors too yeah like a lot of young high school drum majors new drum majors obviously there are multiple styles in high school right in drum corps obviously oh yeah and anytime I think of when I've started teaching lessons, you know, back in 2017, yeah. it was um, so many students in a group setting would be like, no, they don't conduct right. They're doing this wrong. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. Like, how are they doing this wrong? Yeah. Just because it's different than you? Right. I mean, that doesn't mean it's wrong. Exactly. You know? And so um, I think trying to get people, especially young conductors, out of that mindset is important from the start. Yeah. Um, but again, that, that, that principle, I think, applies to a lot of what we're talking about. Um, drum corps, drum major music head yeah um just in music in general because it's such a um vast uh field right it's it's small and it's big yeah you know like depending on the state <laughs> yeah, texas yeah. is different than mississippi <laughs> yeah i just know that for sure yeah it's own country over there hey, oh my gosh but... <laughs> it's, it's own its own empire yes there. oh absolutely yeah yeah and again i think because it is it is that way we would be doing ourselves at a disservice to only think our way was the right way. Right. And, you know, there's so many great people in our field, not just <laughs> drum corps or, right. you know, um, high school band programs, middle school programs, yeah. orchestral programs. Right. And, you know, things like that. You, you can learn from anybody. Right. And I think, you know, actually, you know, we were talking about, I think me and you talked about this the other day. Um, Samuel and I, when we were, had some downtime in between, you know, maybe some, some lunch breaks or something, we would study orchestral scores at drum corps. Really? Yeah, and I mean, you look at Samuel. To me, Samuel was like the first, and I know a lot of Phantom Regiment conductors were this way too, you know, because they're conducting orchestral music right. um, in the drum corps setting. Um, but Samuel, to me, was, you know, one of the, I, I, I won't say first, because, you know, I won't say, but I said, you know, one of the, um, I guess, leading people in my eyes on who can look like a drum major and conductor at once. You know what I mean mm. by that? Like, he can be a you know, timekeeper. Yes. Yeah. He can be a phenomenal timekeeper right. and a phenomenal music maker. Right. And I, I think here at Silent Command, I have 
tried to do that in all of our lessons. Right. And I think that's something that kind of sets us apart with, you know, other things and just um, other leadership and drum major, you know, things out there. Right. It's just the modern way I think that more more uh, high schools are going towards, mm -hmm. more drum corps are going towards. Right. It's that you don't just have to be this timekeeper. Right. You know, but also there's this other extreme. And a lot of, you know, I might get some flack for this, mm -hmm. but there's this other extreme, uh, and I, I, I believe this truthfully, mm -hmm. of being too expressive. Mm. You know, too expressive for the wrong reasons. Exactly. You know, and I'll, I'll be teaching lessons, love. and I'll say, yeah, you know, I'll say, oh, okay, I love that. I love right. that you can have this phenomenal hand independence. Right. Or, you know, this, you know, very effortless uh, gesture. Right. You know, here, or, you know, go, going through different styles, whatever right. it may be. Um can you tell me why you're doing that? Exactly. Can you look at the score and tell me what you're showing? You say you're nice about it. I, I tell him it looks goofy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what is yeah, that? Yeah, what you doing? Yeah, no, I'm what, like, what, what you doing right now? What is going on? That? I'm yeah. like, aren't you tired from <laughs> doing a cue after every downbeat yeah. of one? Yeah. <laughs> That's so, it's and you're just, right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I try to be educational and professional about it. You know, but because all I, I honestly, at the end of the day, I just care about them learning the lesson. Right. Yeah. And so really, it's okay. Why are we doing this? And I want to see if they can. Look at a score and say, I'm doing this because, you know, the mellophones have this, you know, whatever. Um, great. Right. Now you have the, I guess, right to yeah. keep it into your uh, your conducting. But if you're just um, doing it willy-nilly because it mm -hmm. looks cool, like, you know, we were talking about it in our last thing. Like, being drum major is probably the most humbling position you could ever be in. <laughs> It, the eyes are literally not on you, but you provide so much. Uh -huh. it, and, you know, 10% of it is conducting. 90% 90, mm -hmm. 90 of it is the, the leadership aspect mm -hmm. of what goes on behind the scenes. So yes. that is all, that is, oh man. We can do another episode on yeah, that. Yeah, look, <laughs> we, that, that is a definitely a debate that we can have. I, but I agree with you. So yeah. it's just, it's yeah. just and, awesome. and I think that is seen, just to close that part, uh, I think that is seen too much nowadays. Yeah. Because, um, it, I mean, you do have people in drum corps right now, you know, like, or like the Samuel Crawfords, you know, Claire Wilcox, you know, all yeah. these, I mean, you, Jared, you know, oh. these phenomenal, um, expressive conductors. Right. And all of us, we, all of us here at Silent Command teach expressive conducting. Yeah. And, you know, the, and honestly, I wouldn't be saying what I'm saying right now and have a belief on what I'm saying, um, a strong one at that, if I didn't study uh, wind and orchestral conducting as yeah. well. You know, and that's another thing I do in my lessons here at Silent Command. Another thing that I think that, um, Kind of, we bring to the table in a way, and I, and I love this. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, if you look at the old traditional high school drum major um, conducting style, things like that, uh, it's very, you know, timekeeper, which is great. It ha right. That has to be the number one focus. Right. You know, so if you're listening, I'm not saying that is not important. That is number one importance. Yes, yeah, please. You know? uh, that is of number one importance. Um, but again, uh, me studying in college uh, with one of some of my professors, uh, Dr. Travis Higa, phenomenal mover, Colin McKenzie phenomenal mover mm -hmm. um you know I, I was taking lessons with them at, at college and learning and kind of even just getting my feet wet into that world right has allowed you to um it will allow you to kind of see the movement uh, the basics of movement right human movement like you know we, we're talking about Laban stuff yep. you know we'll be putting stuff out you know about oh, that yeah we about, got <laughs> some spicy stuff coming yeah, out yeah so <laughs> very cool expressive conducting Things coming soon. Not yes. not just hey, let's do this cue. Right. It's like the really the foundations of human movement. Right. And uh, I, that's something that I really tried to learn a lot about. Right. Um, and so that's something here at Silent Command in my lessons and in the clinics that I try to um, bring into the table because more so than people think, you can bring these wind and orchestral conducting principles to the drum major setting. It's so easy, and there's things that you do every day that kind of help implement those gestures. Absolutely. So it's really and, cool. Yeah, and that will foreshadow some things coming soon. <laughs> yeah, and so and you're, you're absolutely right. And it's it, it's it's. It's kind of scary at first, I'm sure, and I'm sure some directors probably listening might be like, "Ooh, you know, yeah. they can't do some of these things." And you're right; they can't do all of them. Right. But there are these basics of gesture that right. they can do. Go, and if you don't believe me, go watch Samuel Crawford. Go mm. watch. Go watch Jared Gear. Yeah. Oh you know? my goodness. Koji Mori. Yeah. Go, go watch. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. You know, go watch, and what has been able to be implemented into the drum major scene, um, and I feel like you know it's only going to get. Uh, better and it's only going to be I think more of the standard right. uh, as it's taught properly I think. Right. 
um, because it can be very dangerous. Obviously, we can't yeah. sit there and meld patterns, yeah. you know, like we can. And if I get out there in my concert band, you know, um, we can't really do some of that necessarily all the time right. in a drum corps setting or a marching band setting in a field conducting. Right. Um, but more things, and obviously we'll give uh, some clinics on that and some videos on that here soon. Yeah. Uh, but again, I think I, f I feel really strongly on that. Excuse me, on, on like some silent command things, things that silent command has been able to do. Right. Um, a lot more here recently too. Right. Uh, that's I think overall going to be really beneficial to the activity. Right. Um, the marching arts in general, and just conductors, anybody. If we're going back talking about. If you want to do drum corps, if you're if you're somebody right now wanting to know they want to do drum corps and music ed and be a band director like you mentioned, you know all of these things that we're talking about, you know, and I, I don't just for me use silent command as just a strict marching arts tool, right? Because of me trying to implement some of the wind and orchestral conducting uh, principles inside of it. Now, obviously, like we've done, we've done leadership or uh, conducting series. A conducting yeah. series on just wind conducting right. to where it's not obviously taking over the brand right. um, and I don't want it to right. but it's more so just um, additive right. and think because if you learn this and you are kind of dabbling it and getting your feet wet in some of this right. uh, this setting and more and to me I tell my students it's this more advanced concept of conducting right. you know and if you even just touch the surface with it right. I'm not talking you have to be this like crazy you know you know Jerry Junkin uh, yeah. Kevin Setatol type movers yeah. um, but if you just try to yeah. and just start learning or start watching wind band conductors orchestral conductors mm -hmm. you know then you'll you, advance correct yeah. and you'll have a more idea of what gestures are even possible right you know what is po like, and I always tell students this too you know, two ways if you want to be a better mover because as a conductor, drum major, whatever, there are you know obviously multiple facets: the leadership right. side of things, the leading side of things. But if we're strictly talking about the conducting side of things, the movement side of things, right? Two things: number one, move. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have to move. Yep. If you are afraid to move, then how are you ever going to move? Yeah. <laughs> how are you ever going to move well? Um, and find a place that you feel comfortable in, that you are safe in. Yeah. If you are not safe or feel safe or comfortable getting up in front of a hundred people. Uh, or having like a uh, hundred eyes on you at a drum corps setting or a marching band setting right. to try certain gestures. Right. Don't do it there. Right. If you are somebody like myself, when I first started, you know, you're in your room, you know, you're like, you're due to mail in your room. Yeah. You're out there you're, you can do all these crazy you know, you gestures go. and you look good. Stay in that environment for a while right. until you are comfortable and you feel comfortable. And I guess I don't want to say that it's more in your muscle memory, but you know, in a way you just feel comfortable. Right. Right. Um, and if you feel comfortable, it just is in your muscle memory, exactly. you know? And so, um, then you can kind of branch out and doing it in front of people. Right. Um, but again, number one importance is you have to move. Yeah. You know? And so second. Take that leap. Yeah. Yep. Second is watch good movers. Yeah. Watch good drum majors. Right. We've talked about a bunch right now, you know? We could probably make a whole list of more. And you can book your private lesson <laughs> on www.silentcommand.org. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> and that's why I've hired Jerry. There you go. <laughs> that's right. Public advertising. <laughs> Job security. There you go. Oh, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> oh, that's right. But, um, but I guess, yeah, no, continue. Like, if, Oh, yeah. All I was going to say, just to finish that, was like, well, we've listed good, excuse me, good drum majors, right? right? Go watch good wind conductors. Go watch orchestral right. conductors because some more than your, the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you, mostly what orchestral conductors do are they conduct gesture. Yeah. You know, it is a gesture focus. You know, when you look at a drum major, it's a lot of tempo. Right. You got to do patterns. You got to. Yeah. You know, and obviously when you see wind band conductors and orchestral conductors, yes, they uh, will be doing patterns, but go watch how many times they do gestures. Yeah. And then try to imitate that gesture. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm saying it. You know, it's fun and moving yes. your room by yourself. It is, and yeah. that's what I mean. And you, you have, you, and it, to me, it's a teaching tool. Yeah. Obviously, we're all different human beings. We're all right. shaped differently. You know, mm -hmm. no, we're not going to move the same. Right. None of us right. exactly the same. So you can imitate a gesture from a conductor, and try to make it look as you know as much like them as possible. You know, but in a way, it's still going to be you. Yeah. It's going to be unique to you because you're you're different than them. Yeah. Um. And so, but what it does do as a teaching tool is it allows you to uh, try things in certain planes, like the vertical plane, horizontal plane, whatever, right. sagittal plane, and it try different things, maybe crossing through different planes, mm -hmm. um, different styles of gesture. Obviously, we'll talk about Laban stuff later. Um, but it's getting you out there trying something and putting it into your conductor toolbox. Yeah. You know, And then the more tools you have in your toolbox, obviously, the more you can get out when you are studying a piece. Right. Studying a score, like, oh, uh, I've had this forte piano before in music. What are some gestures that I've used as a forte piano? Now, obviously, don't 
it's not a cookie cutter thing. Yeah. It, it isn't. It's yeah. not like, here's my forte piano cue. Here's my forte cue. You right. know, it's not like that. <laughs> um, but what it does is if you look at different conductors and you are just imitating, trying, right. at least in the beginning, right. right? It is opening your eyes to what is available and right. what is possible. Right. I first started as a drum major. I was like, is this okay? Mm-hmm. You know, wait, what am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, anytime I got out of the box, right. I'm like, I don't even know if this is good or right. like, or this is okay. If this is acceptable. Right. And if you're trying and you're looking at orchestral or wind conductors, whatever, drum majors, obviously still, you know, maybe even easier to start with the drum majors. Right. Um, and then work your way up, I guess. Um, right. It's just allowing yourself to uh, see what's available. Right. And the more you see what's available, the more then you actually can make your own. Yeah. And that, that's just me. I tell my students that all the time. You know, if you want to be a good mover, those are the two things. Move and watch good movies. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that is right. And that also, you know, encompasses as well as if you are trying to practice your horn techniques and playing abilities and stuff too, listen to those people that are in your university or your band directors if they're part of a group. Just making sure that you have that repetition aspect and just resilience, you know? You are not a perfect human being. Correct. So do not beat yourself up for not getting it perfect right away. It just takes practice and time. Mm -hmm. So I guess my last question is just to kind of encompass, like, what are some things that you learned from Blue Coats that you maybe even apply to your lesson planning this week? Lesson planning? Lesson planning or just like your time as a first year band director? Yeah. So I'll go back to what you said too. You know, you, you talked about journaling, right? Yeah. Or, and yeah I, I mean, we had to be, um, it was kind of, you know, encouraged to journal, especially in the drum major scene. Oh, really? Okay. You know, as Samuel and I, you know, we did that quite a bit. Um, and I kept a personal journal. I mean, I have it at my house even right now. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it's all sun I have mine in my bag. I carry mine with me, so it's, yeah. I mean, you never know when you need it. Absolutely. I mean, and it's all torn apart. <laughs> it is sun bleached. You know, it so is... So memorable. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so you open up and it smells, you know. That's, like... Look, I mean, that's the memories. That's that's the hard blood, sweat, and tears right Yes, there. so, um, but yeah, no, I have, I have, you know, journal entries of, like, today was a rough day, mm. or today I felt better doing this. Right. You know, have the date in there and, you know, and then always some things to improve on, like you mentioned. Right. And I think that's a great tool to be, and something anybody can do. Right. Because it is personal to you. There is no rule. Just grab a pen and paper and go and just keep it. Write down any thought. There is no limit. Right. You know, if you are like, I don't don't know what I'm going to eat today. You know, Mm. like put that in your book. Yeah. You know, I mean, it sounds dumb, but like really... I'm just trying to say that there is just no limit to what you can put in there. Yeah. And more, the more you put in there, actually, the more will help you later in life. Yeah. And so, like what you, your, your question, you know, I think starting the journal a lot, it helped a lot. Right. And I would have never have thought that that was something I would enjoy right. or even do, per se. Um, but that is actually something I've kept even as a first-year band director. Right. I have a like, this is my first year. Um, today was rough. Today I didn't get sleep. Yeah. Or, you know, today um, I right. said this and I need to say this. Right. Or I need to talk less. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no. Things like that. But this so. is all very valuable information. Yeah. I know for me, there's been a lot of things like all that. I, I came here to help you with your visual mm-hmm. side of things for your indoor winds. A lot of that visual across the floors and stretches are stuff that I learned from drum corps. And I was like, okay, Colin's kids can handle this, so we're going to try this. Yes. So providing some of those educational purposes into certain Bay curriculum, my kids are used to it. They know that when it is time, when it hits 4 o'clock for rehearsal, you need to be on the field yes. and get ready for stretching with Jared time. Yes. We're going to see what that is. Yeah. So it's, it's just nice to be able to have some resources in your back pocket. Or, you know, you called me based off of Silent mm-hmm. Command, and we've mm-hmm. worked together for quite a, some time now. But even when I go back home, the connections that you make with other good leaders like that are very passionate about the activity and passionate about teaching, that know how to lead and teach, um, I call them, and I'm like, hey, so this happened at school today. What do you think? And yeah. they, these individuals will tell me whether I like it or not. If okay, you need to try this out next time, or no, that was really good. You know I would have told you something different if it mm-hmm. wasn't. So just being able to provide that. So Yeah, and yeah. That, that, is, that is something that I will say um, the students here now um, that we, we've been able to do since marching band. You know, I've started, and this kind of answers the question still, like um, starting to run them like a drum corps, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, again, like I said, it's a lot of high schools, and again, it's not their fault. You know, it's... it's um, you know, not the director's fault. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault. It's just, you know, it's um, 
always things can always be better. Right. And so like always from us growing, doing yeah. yeah, yeah. And so and that myself too. Like when I look at a day of teaching that I did, I'm like, okay, what can I do better? Right. I don't think I have it all figured out by right. any means. Right. And uh, I don't think I ever will. You right. know, but it's it's the constant drive to want to be want to be there, knowing right. that you never will. Uh, right. But it's what keeps me drive. You know, it keeps the drive there. Yeah. But um, starting to run the students, you know, kind of and this drum corps esque kind of rehearsal etiquette. Now, trust me, it was it was hard at first. Right. Because there's a lot of people that and a lot of students that aren't used to it. Right. And will even if they don't think they are, they are like subconsciously. Uh, fighting you, yeah, and they're just not rehearsing like it needs to be rehearsed, right? And so you have to be, you know, hardball sometimes, right? You know, but they know that it's all at a place of love, right? It's all because I care about you, right? And I care about the success that we all have, right? You know, not because you know my name's on it, not because like, you know, I, I'm I'm here, or I don't even know, you know, but it's because I have a huge genuine care for you, right. and like your time here, like we said, where even if you go off and become an engineer nurse you don't have to major music i don't i don't only care about the music yeah writers, exactly you know because there's not that many anyways yep you know it's when you come here and you are part of this program right you are learning valuable life skills right that will you will take in whatever you do right um, and because i care about that i care about what you do outside of my class outside of when you graduate right. from here I have to run the program like this yeah i have to run rehearsal like this right you have to show up on time right like you know and i have to tell you that you are doing the wrong thing at times. Right. I have to get on to you and you know, I have to like discipline you when right. you aren't rehearsing as well as it needs to be rehearsed. Yeah. And so it's not because I hate you. It's because I know what it's doing. I know what it's going to do. I know the benefits it's going, you're going to have because of it later. Right. And so um, that is something I think that because I was able to do that at Blue Coats at such a young age right. um, and very early in my career, you know, I definitely am not I'm not the same person I was mm -hmm. back then. You know, I, I've tried my best to learn and grow from all those mistakes. Um, and, and and just even the ones that I make now. Like, it's not even just the ones in, in drum corps. And uh, I feel like, again, that is the only way that you're going to learn and grow right. as a person, educator, whatever. Exactly. So it's been, a, it's been a great process. I still can't imagine you being an introvert, but I'm just going <laughs> to, I appreciate the one, the, the new individual that you are now. Again, thank you, Mr. CEO, for taking the time oh, out to talk with us here at the 8 to 5 Club Podcast. I am your host, Jared. And we're celebrating different types of blue here. So it's been great <laughs> yeah. to see two various world champions um, across the activity to talk about our experiences. Yes. Of course, you can check out Corey's stuff off his website. And if you need any help, please visit www.silentcommand.org.